You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week, featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. You're listening to Unicorns Are Real on the Detroit is Different podcast network. everyone welcome to the unicorns are real podcast i'm aaron and i'm miss dobbin and today we have a guest special unicorn in the building special unicorn please introduce yourself omar aragonis unicorns are real yay (laughs) use that for your intros that's so nice use that for our drop yeah and i as always am joe black Yes, yes, yes. Engineer Joe. That's me. <laughs> so, how was everyone's week? Uh, how was Who your... wants to lead off? Today? I don't yeah. know. Who wants yes. to start? I've, I already forgot it. <laughs> so, I'm going to just glance at my uh, my calendar real quick, see what happened. Oh, yeah. I, I wow. Remember. Yeah, so uh, I got hit with some bad allergies. So, I, oh. I took some very much needed um, just alone time. I just closed myself off from the world. Just closed the closed. And just hung out in my in my bedroom studio and made some made some tracks, but like I just didn't I couldn't talk. Yeah, I, I sing a lot. I'm a vocalist, mm-hmm. and I have uh, you know I'm always singing. So I, I have shows this weekend. So I just when you lose your voice and mm-hmm. you choose not to use it, it's it's kind of like it just changes your like whole like reality. Yeah, it's weird not being able to talk to somebody. So you realize when you go without your voice for a little bit, you go like a little bit. But Ooh. sometimes it's because <laughs> then as soon as you see somebody and then you start talking, you're just like, "What's up?" Yeah. And I wanted to get, but I it's get nice. It all it's kind of like being in an anechoic chamber. Yeah, sort of. you know, though the sensory deprivation chamber. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah, like you can hear the sound of your heartbeat the like after tanks. a while. Mm. Those are nice. I actually tried those for the first time all uh, this last yeah, they, summer. They say that like. If you spend like a, an, an overwhelming amount of time in those, you can kind of uh, drive yourself nuts. <laughs> like most people can't take it because you're so quiet, you can hear the sound of your heartbeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think I think that would just be like peaceful. I don't know. I think after about an hour and a half or so, then it's like, all right, right, let's, let's get out of here. I think I would this. just fall yeah. asleep. You <laughs> wouldn't fall asleep to the sound of your heartbeat. I don't know. I mean, I fall asleep. Well, I mean, I'd have to imagine it would be similar to being in, like, back in the womb, like, except it's your heartbeat you're hearing. And not. Sounds peaceful. Yeah. I mean, you could do yoga to that. I feel like that. Yeah. Would, I guess. I could do yoga to my heartbeat. <laughs> Depends how fast your heartbeat's going, too. That's a totally different story if it's just, like, 
That's like a that's like a panic attack, right? Or it's a cool beat leave it, too. Leave it to Joe. Unicorn. Leave it to Joe. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. Uh uh-uh. uh It sounded like he was about to say in the club. Oh my. <laughs> Get crunk. Unicorns in the club. Unicorns in the club. We the we the goon squad a, today. Yeah. <laughs> we got a notification. But my phone is on silent. Yeah, we forgot to discuss the rules with him. Oh, it's cool. Uh-huh. No that rules. Was, that's Joe's fault. Rules out the window. Oh, Usually Joe fault. says the uh the rules. I guess. Regulations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But how was your your week, Aaron? Um, Asia, you can go first. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> I, she probably can't remember her week after last night. Oh. <laughs> um But we ain't gonna get into all that. We definitely me. aren't. Excuse me. Um I didn't drink much. No, last I wasn't night. talking about you. I was talking about Erin. <laughs> oh yeah, she. She probably don't remember her week after let's last. Let's not. Night. But you know, sometimes unicorns like like um, you know, Do afternoon stuff. time. You know, but we but we're not going to judge her for afternoon no, stuff. Ju- Any of whom. I, far be it beyond me. Um, my week was pretty pretty long. Mm. What'd you do? Um. Monday, didn't do anything Monday. I stayed at home on Monday. That's good. Yeah, that was that was great, actually. <laughs> it wasn't a everyday thing this week. No, it wasn't. And that's that was like the beauty of this week because I got to sit to myself, which Omar touched on. And I love that. Like, I, I love being by myself. And I've been having like sensory overload like the past few months because I've been at all these functions. Mm-hmm. And that's just not me as an individual, but I have to be social, so I am social. I'm not saying I don't want to speak to you guys out there that you guys hear this, but... <laughs> that's exactly what you're saying, I am, I'm not saying that. But screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. Um, I'm just saying, like, for a majority of my life, yeah, I didn't have any friends. I didn't speak to people. Like, I had two friends, but... Now I, I'm speaking to different individuals every day, and it's it's like, uh, wow, when do I get to be by myself? Like, leave me alone. I mean... It feels like a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I mean, it's not like leave me alone. I enjoy being around people, but I do miss just being at home and, you know, just vibing. You got to, like, recharge yeah. sometimes, because if you're around... I mean, I know there's like introverts, extroverts, people that deal with those energies mm-hmm. differently. And I know certain people that need to be around people because that's where they get their energy. But for yeah. myself too, it's like, all right, I hit that point. I need to go back home and re- recharge this this, uh, this battery, whatever, before I start mm-hmm. to go out to see some people because like, the world's out there. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah, that too. Just like, like you don't know, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. People are nuts nowadays. And there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of things happening out there. Yeah. So it feels nice to be like home sometimes, you know. Tuesday, I did go out. I went to Deluxe Flux. Okay. They have karaoke night nice. on that. It used to be a lot more fun, but now now um there's another person that's over the karaoke part of it and she doesn't do the best job to make sure that everybody gets a chance. Mm. Yeah, because there's people waiting just on the wayside, just dying to get up there. Yeah. And they're just like, it's their time to shine. And if it never yeah. comes, that's a letdown. Like me, I can't sing at all. Like, I'm atrocious. Mm. But when I get on that stage and perform a song, 
I have so much confidence. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's what like I would feel like I can she sing. She does. She does. But I can't sing at all. Yeah. At nice. all. Uh, and then um when we performed together yeah, Tuesday. We did. We did. She she did an amazing job, oh, I, yeah? I must say. What was the song of choice? Um the song that I did um that me and Asia did together because we only got to do one song mm-hmm. was uh, Mary Jane. So no, Mary we, we didn't just do Mary Jane. We did another song too. Mary Jane. The song the song I signed up for? Yeah, and I just hopped on stage with you. Oh, just, um, okay. So the I song I like, signed up for was International Players yeah. Anthem. <laughs> and then I got with there. UGK. <laughs> and I thought more people were, you know, people were rapping with me off stage. So I mean that was cool. Yeah. She like it was but, a nice hey, crowd. They you know what? I miss they were so high. That was my shit. <laughs> so no, because I like I I did better. Like, I don't know. I guess I was nervous, so the lyrics didn't come out. Because I was like, I know that song back and forth, but... The lyrics did come out. There was it didn't not feel one like, time when one of us wasn't rapping. You know what? It didn't feel like I was doing good because I felt, I felt the nerves. Like, anytime I yeah, feel the nerves, was I was like, I'm of, fucking up. a lot of words on that song, too. So, I mean... <laughs> and I was and like, she didn't, then like, you got to switch the tempo. And, yeah. then gotta do. Was, <laughs> and then who was doing, like, Andre 3000 part? I did Andre 3000 part, definitely. Now, now you knew that. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. I can do it right now. No. Nah, is that a challenge? No. Nah, I mean, because right I got, I can do, do it. it. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Tried it. Asia's still telling her week. I might do it on my week. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, I did that. That was fun. And then um, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. On um, Wednesday. No, not, nothing on Wednesday. Thursday. That's where I got upset at. Thursday, because... I did a good deed, and then, um, but I was only kind of doing that good deed because I was going out that way. So I was like, "Oh, it would just be fine. It would be convenient." So I went to Detroit, dropped off, dropped off my um, traveling uh, easel to somebody that needed it, and then the person I was supposed to paint with, like, canceled. So I drove all the way to Detroit. And I, and if y'all don't know, I live a good thirty-five minutes away. Like a nice, a nice, good thirty-five minutes away. So to drive out to Detroit for no reason in the in a like in a way gas that hurt my soul. And I didn't have any gas. And the closest gas station was the one over there off of like Warren. Oh man! Like Warren by Third Street. Yeah, that's never good. Three twenty-five. Yeah, because mm. you like right in Midtown, right? Yeah, three. 25. Yeah, I'd have drove All the gas stations in Midtown are like I'd have drove into ridiculous. the hood a little bit just to get some cheap. I mean, I no, I had 19 miles to eat, my dude. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you know your car. You could be like, no, no, man. No, nah, man, because you don't, when Am you get right? that low, those numbers fluctuate well, very I mean, fast. Yeah, you do have a larger vehicle. Yeah, so. like, I mean, it's not too big, but I'm just saying, like, when you get that low on gas, the, you can't trust those numbers. So three twenty five is worth it when you that long gas. I mean, I got, only got a quarter of a tank. That's all I did. I put I put ten dollars. Literally there. just enough to do what you needed to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get her from point A to point B. Yep, just yep. Because three twenty five that's ridiculous. Yes, it I is. saw a fifty cent difference. The next gas station I saw, like in two two blocks, probably. <laughs> like, no, real. it was it was I was somewhere else. Oh. Um, but then after that, I went home. 
And then Friday, you had the show. Yeah, I had that art show. Asia got on stage and spoke. Oh, my, oh my God. And then why are all my friends going to ask me in a billion and one questions? We asked her questions because she needed crowd engagement. Right. And it's good that you get engaged by the crowd. So I don't know why she... I was up there for like at least 20 minutes. Well, you had to sell <laughs> yourself. Tell people about your art. Yes. I, they know I don't like talking in front of people, though. You don't like talking in front but, of people. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> you're going to have to. Yes, I am. So yeah, you talk in front of people when you're on this mic. Yeah, but just it's apply a close, the same thing it's a to closed like environment. <laughs> Not for long. You know uh, how you gonna uh, do during live shows? Ooh. Well, that's different. It's like for a show. Oh. Show, and oh. I know, I know what it's for. Uh-huh. I didn't plan. They just told me, yeah, we're gonna put you up next, and you're gonna talk. <laughs> and you gonna ask? Yeah, like they, we they gonna was ambush like, you with yeah, all this. Stuff. I mean, I kind of was ambushed okay, because I didn't go. sign up for that. Yeah. You just wanted to be there, huh? Yeah, I was going to be there, show face, you and know? I, that was and enough then, for you. And then bounce. No, nah, hell no. We don't do that. We unicorns. What? <laughs> All right, to move on, Joe. How was your week? How was your week? I'm so sorry. Let's... We don't just show up. Let's just, let's just move along. Joe, okay. how was your week? How was my week? <laughs> my week was busy, as usual, school. Uh-huh. Tuesday and Thursday, a couple pop quizzes that I wasn't ready for, that I still managed to pull out decent grades on. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Ear training is weird when you're not, like, really ready for it. Like, you really have to practice. Uh, solfeggio. Totally different language. But, you know, it's what I signed up for. That's what, you know, when you start academically studying music, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Got to do a lot of solfeggio. Anyway, so, you know, practicing that, I'm supposed to be actually starting my singing lessons this coming week. You about to sing, Joe? I sing. I always have some. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a producer. That's how he gets the girls. I'm a, nah, gets the girls? No. No. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, come here, baby. I'm just you got the wrong guy. <laughs> I sing just because I I like to. You know, when I said that, I thought about like the ad libs and old soul music. (laughs) They were so raunchy. Yeah, kind of. Like the ad libs and in between the sheets, he was just grunting the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, like I mean, really, if you think about it, a lot of when the dude that had the real low voice whenever he talked. Oh yeah, and then like Mike from Boys to Men sometimes, you know. And she said, the dude with the very low voice. Um, yeah. Melvin? I couldn't oh. remember. He was Blue. a baritone. His voice got Merry so Christmas deep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like his, I'm surprised we could even hear his tones. That's how low they are. Hey, man. <laughs> but The ladies like that bass, man. Yeah. Anywho, is that it? No, really. No. Oh. Are you rushing me? Yeah, she definitely was. It sounded like I'm it, sorry. didn't it? I mean, Joe, we kind of do it. Okay, well then. Okay, I guess that's it then. Excuse me. No, no, Somebody we don't mean to cut to you off. I'm done. No. That was my week. <laughs> All right. So, we don't mean to cut you off, but we cut you off. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, but... How was your week, Erin? <laughs> okay, my week, week was good. was the same as mine. My week was intertwined with Asia. I did sing. Um, what I got to go on stage more than Asia did, definitely, Tuesday, because she came late. You did? Yeah. You got to go on. Like, you went in I before? Did, I did, like, three songs before you got there. 
Because it was empty. Oh. And then you guys got there at, at 11. So, yeah. <laughs> I did Dirty Little Secrets by All-American Rejects. So, that was fun. My Dirty Little Secrets. Um, and then, yeah. The rest of the week I was with Asia. Friday was a little blur. And then here we are. Today. <laughs> awesome. That was my... Awesome. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. Because All right. This is pro. This has been prolonged into uh, like ten minutes. Yeah, fourteen be, minutes, fifteen I don't know minutes. What happened? But. All right. So, what ways do you stay fly, Omar? Like, we have a segment where we tell people like ways to not to stay stress free being creative. So, what are the ways that you stay fly? What What do you use to keep up with your mental health when you're creating? Uh, so fly kind of meaning um, the same thing like you said, like staying in that, that state mm-hmm. of mind type of thing. Um, yeah. So I, I have like I have like a daily ritual that I that I do, um, and I feel that it, it'll it, sh- it would automatically like put me in a spot. Like if I'm not feeling it, if, so I, I wake up in the morning and I like to you know start off my day with like like a thirty minute meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a breathing type of thing. I feel like you wake up and you're just like lacking oxygen, so you're just sometimes in a fog, you know. But mm-hmm. I feel like that puts me at least like in a good state of mind just to do whatever I'm gonna do. Um, exercise, I feel like, kind of kind of helps to get things moving along too. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and right away, just inspired with some. Some some good music too. Um, that could be anything like, for myself. Like I, I, I like listen. I like to just like idle on some just like some lo-fi hip hop in the background, mm-hmm. kind of just like while I'm getting up and moving along. Um, I always feel like I have like you know an ear to the ground to some new sound. I always want to hear something new. You know, in terms of making music, I always like feel like you're adding more stuff to your arsenal of sounds, and so. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Go on walks sometimes. <laughs> Everybody yeah. likes to go on a walk on here. Yeah, go on walks sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Um, yeah. That's cool. Awesome. Was there any way that you stayed fly this week, Asia, that you haven't shared? Oh, well, I mean... This week, I I actually did paint a lot this week. So. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I haven't painted in like a long duration of time like I did this week in a long time. Because we've been, um, what, preparing for this podcast a lot? Yes. So a whole bunch of yeah, running I've been with ba- that. Yeah, I've been battling with that. I don't know if you have, but I love this podcast. And I would, I, I like in this, not saying I would ever want this to end, but sometimes... I just get so tired from stuff yeah. for the podcast that I don't I don't create as much, and that's how it's been. Because like, we be out trying to get people get the word yeah. out there. So like I've been overloading on my on my social aspect as yeah. well. Like I stated earlier, and then after that, like I'm mentally and physically drained because like for one, I've had to talk mm-hmm. for hours, and then I'm tired because I was out. Of my home mm-hmm. like, for a long duration of time, and then that just takes away my my creative time, 
and it was really nice that I stayed home for like I've stayed home two, two, two nights. Yeah, because yesterday I was well, not yesterday. The well, I took the day off. Yeah, so yeah. I did stay home. That that was really good because I also have a nine to five job, as you guys, most of you guys know. Mm-hmm. I'm working at a elementary school yeah. in Ann Arbor. That's why they call me Miss Dobbins out here. Mm. Well, actually. <laughs> Actually, Aaron has started calling me that, and I then did. it just snowballed into everybody. Unfortunately, I, I do call a lot of people by their last names. Always, yeah. I don't know. I was like, I don't know why I do that, but automatically call people by their last names. It's never a last name for me. It's uh-huh. always the full name. So I never call people nicknames. Oh, you do their whole government. Yeah, the whole government name. I mean, clearly you see um seen on this podcast that I can't keep up with alias. Yeah, she can't. I, I can't. always say the government and be an accident and then be like shit, shit, shit. Okay, um <laughs> Yeah. Luckily Omar doesn't have an alias, otherwise she would have outed your name. Oh yeah. On oh, accident. Mm. Uh-huh. No, no, I actually did good with like Wayne's episode. With whom? Wayne's. Oh, Wayne? Yeah. His episode. No, you didn't. You called him you called I, him Wayne. No, I did not. Yes, you did. No, I did not. She's a liar. Well, we Anyhow. don't got proof of the episode anymore. So. Anyway, anyways, um, how'd you say fly, Aaron? Um, this week, I mean, I didn't go out as much. I only went out two days, so that was way. And then I think I watched shows. I went to the movies with my sister, so had you some family Halloween? time. Went to go see Halloween wow, this week. Wow, you knew I wanted to see that movie. Um, so did my sister. So but you just... didn't invite me with y'all. That's so wild. What else did you do? Because you complain about coming out that way all the time. Yeah, so y'all could have just met me halfway. We we stayed, we, we went to, I think, Birmingham. Oh, wow. We decided far. to go by my job. That's far. Like, my sister works in Pontiac. I work in Birmingham, so. I almost. <laughs> Birmingham. I almost did a little jingle for Pontiac. <laughs> what is it? It's not a jingle, but you know, they'd be like, Yaktown. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it because you didn't know what it was. It, you know what? That would be like, funny. You know, like sag nasties for sagging off. That was random. No, it's not because she said Pontiac. So anytime somebody says something and, it's, and it goes with a jingle, like songs, anytime yeah. people say things like a little, like a little blurb, I'm bound to have a lyric to go yeah. with it, and I'm singing it in my head. Normally, what do we do? Like on the episode that just um, released, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we do? Thirty-two play. I mean, oh, yeah, uh, we did "Rock Your Hips," yeah, "Cry Mom." Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I rapped the um, "Diamonds" verse. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just can't. I can't help it. I really can't. That's cool. Uh, Joe, did you have a way that you stayed fly this week that you um, don't normally do? Didn't he already go? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> wait, Joe's face. <laughs> Joe's gonna make I sure. Right. T <laughs> T is good though. Joe's gonna cut out a whole section of you talking Asia <laughs> when he starts to edit this episode. He can just gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> Skip Asia's week. I'm gonna just no. Nah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not that uh, heartless. You know what I did do? I did accidentally skip our handing out roses um, segment. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I realized that was before the staying fly segment. Mm-hmm. And my bad. So we're going to go back to that. That's Aaron what happens when not. you rush people. Yep. It is. It is exactly what happens when you rush people. Thank you, Joe. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. You know, you could have kept us on track if you 
I mean, didn't have like you know how our episodes are kind of formatted. I was being at this told point. to shut up. No, so, we no. didn't. We didn't shut you up. No one said shut up. Hey, we just said it felt like. if you could. Oh my god! Oh yeah, my. I'm in my feelings. I got it right. But it's all. Right. Is this is that why you've been looking like that in that no, whole corner? Man, I mean, man. I can see like your I'm face. Chilling. Is he tense? Yes, he's burning. He's been t- That's why. Face. That's why he hasn't been making any Boondock references because he's been sitting there just in his feelings about us. I'm Kind of rushing, rushing him along. Yeah. Uh huh. But I'm cool though. <laughs> all right. I so, hold it again. So, I'm not handing out so any why, while Joe to Aaron <laughs> sits there <laughs> and. Wallows in his pain. That's yes. right. We will bring it back to the handing out roses segment. So for yeah. this segment, we like to give roses to people or acknowledge people that are here. So giving them a chance to smell the roses while they're here. So is anybody that you would like to shout out? Like anybody that's inspiring you, pushing you, um, anything? Just anybody? Uh yeah. Um. I guess uh, maybe a couple, a few people. Okay. You can hand out bouquets. Yeah, yeah, yeah bouquet. Uh, I want to give it to my family, to my mom and my sisters right now. And um, bo- both of my sisters are also like creative, musically creative as well too. So oh, I, I kind of cool. just always want to give a shout out to oh, them. Oh yeah, the one. They've always, I grew up with them and they've always been singing. So it's like. And then uh, I guess uh, who else? Angela Gallegos, she mm-hmm. manages the band too, so I'll give her some. Didn't she help out your sister before she helped out the band? My sister was doing the the making making the band. Was that the Puff Daddy one? Yeah. yeah. So she was Angela. <laughs> Angela like helped her with stuff. Yeah. That so cool. Your yeah. sister was on making a band. It was funny, yeah, because like we came up in kind of like a strict household where mm-hmm. it's like, nah, they don't want her doing that. Yeah. So she kind of just like ran away from home for like a week, a couple weeks. She ended up going to Angela's uh, sister's house and like spent the spent the week, like a couple weeks there and was like training and singing. I think she made it past like the first few rounds or something like mm-hmm. that. But it didn't end up like you know she didn't make the band, but it was a cool experience. Does anyone so. ever make anything with Diddy though? Oh, right. <laughs> you gotta do some. You gotta do some. You gotta do something. Like Diddy's yeah, the you worst gotta go producer. to one of them parties. Oh. Tell uh, parties. Tell us more. What kind what of parties? What about these parties? Hey, I ain't never personally been invited to none. I'm just saying. I hear things. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound appropriate, Joe. Hey, it ain't. That's why I've never been to any of those parties. Oh, so you've been invited to them? No, I've never been invited to any either. Mm. That's an exclusive club. <laughs> All yeah. they ask is trust. One of these days. You know, no, uh, uh. I have no aspiration. You're not trying to go, yeah. No, nah, uh, like, like evil things, like the dark arts and stuff, like evil things happening over there. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you might have to sit on Quincy's lap. Mm. Oh, doesn't everybody? No, nah, I ain't doing that either. Everybody, everybody, did everybody that. sits on Quincy's lap. <laughs> what? You know, oh, you Will Smith know? was all up on his Oh, lap. yeah, Quincy Jones. Will was on there. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Come on now. now he, I'm going with he, you with the smoke he, this week. Yeah, because... it's real oh, shit. Wait, I mean, because Quincy Jones managed the whole, the the whole show. The whole Fresh Prince, yeah. That's how he got the show. Right. He, sat on, he sat on Quincy lap. I'm not he doing this with you. He had no, to have. Quincy he saw six have. degrees of separation. It was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's what it was. Quincy saw six degrees of separation. Quincy like, Jones mm. is nasty. So Quincy's got a whole other like underground dark life that no, it ain't underground or dark. He was telling all this. He was he's spilling the tea on everybody else. Oh, yeah, how he you has think been. he got? He has how been. you think he got the tea, nigga? He was part of it. Mm-hmm. Like when he decided to that, that interview, Pryor, like Richard Look, Pryor hasn't already thing, talked right. about his past. Right. Yeah. Everybody, like, knew, Richard, was everybody like, All right. knew Richard Pryor was gay. Well, well he, he, much, everybody, just, his he wife just, said he just that too. Did a lot during the drugs. With Marlon Brando. <laughs> she was like, you know, it was, you know, no, you we were all on cocaine. Nah, Look, cocaine nah. was a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Rick, Rick James said it. Cocaine make you do strange things. <laughs> cocaine and change. Will make you do something you said, strange. Oh, change as in a lot of money. Yes. Right there, you go. <laughs> all right, you see all them zeros. <laughs> it changed your whole perspective on your sexuality. What? If your soul uh, ain't right, that is. Okay. I'm just saying, if your that's soul. That's why there's a lot of good singers. That's not. I mean, a lot of good singers out there in the world that's not famous because they didn't. They denying what's going on there. Mm-hmm. What you think happened to Tevin? Who? Little Tevin Campbell. He was fucking with Quincy too. Tevin already said that he already came out as gay. Uh, I'm, but I'm saying though, Quincy got to him young. Just like Jermaine Dupri. He's what? so foul. <laughs> so, so foul. Yes. <laughs> that's, okay. that's a, that was a good one. So, so foul. All right. <laughs> I don't want no smoke, y'all, for real. <laughs> the only person that they allowed smoke from was Jeezy. <laughs> right. Because he was like, yeah, he's a culture vulture. No, nah, I ain't. No, nah, not even Jeezy. It, it was Jeezy. It wasn't Jeezy. We was all talking about Jeezy. Was it Jeezy? I think it was somebody else. I don't think it was, it was Jeezy. R- probably that or R. Kelly, one of the two. Yeah, it was R. Kelly, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, but I got to give out my roses, though. Do that. Um, I'm going to give out my roses to... Um, I'm going to give out another, some more, another bouquet out to Aaron. Yep. To me. Damn, yeah. Aaron. To me? Yes, to Aaron. You get oh, the all the roses. The unicorn. Yep, a whole bouquet because... Oh, why? You've because been, you, you here. <laughs> yeah. Because you here. Um, without we, without the other unicorn, the show wouldn't be as great as it is. You know? That's nice. Aww. And, That's so sweet. And she keeps me in check with everything. Y'all are experiencing a rare tender moment between the unicorns. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and anybody that knows me knows that I'm I'm not I'm not like one to give out a lot of a lot of compliments and stuff like that. This is a moment for because I'm just I'm I'm weird <laughs> like that. I don't know. You probably have, don't receive compliments more, very well either, do you? She I doesn't. Don't. She doesn't. That's why. We try to compliment her all the time, and it's just like... That's why she doesn't I don't give have them any very much, because she's not... I don't have many emotions. Okay, Wednesday Adams. What? I mean, I feel you. <laughs> Mine is limited. I don't know. I've, just, I've never been like a real sentimental or they emotional They have very person. few fucks to give. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't so get mad easily. they're selective with their fucks. Yeah, I don't get... Like, I really don't get mad easily, unless it's like... Something that I was just irritated, like that gas thing. I mean, I that was a right. Yeah, but uh, it was something else you was really irritated about too. A few shows back, I don't even remember what it was, but it was funny. But I don't get mad easily though. I, I, it depends. I was like, I would say I have mild anger. Issues. But anyways, yeah, let me do. You kind of passive aggressive with your. I I know, right? Yeah. I try to hold it in can because I, I'll be can, like, I'm not I gonna go. Can I continue to give you your okay. your roses? Though? Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, let her go crazy. Because y'all could just go on tangents long and long, <laughs> and I feel like it's we been too many that. too many tangents been going far. on. All right, that's respect. Um, yeah, Aaron has been helping me out a lot with my art, giving me some nice advice. Mm-hmm. You know. 
she always comes to the art shows that I am in, and I appreciate that. Kudos to Erin. She's oh, really thank great. Thank you, friend. darling. She's a great friend. Thank you, thank you. Okay, it's me. Okay, um, this week I would like to give my rose out to Ramses. Ooh. I'm gonna give my rose to him because he's like literally. I think he like before I had my car, he was legit my ride everywhere. <laughs> now that I have my car, you know, I try to like every now and then drive. Mm-hmm. I don't like driving, so I'll give my rose to him because like he's also like one of my best guy friends. So I'm literally always confiding in him. And he's like, when I have my mild anger spats, I'll call him and he'll normally level me out or make me think about it a little bit more because, like, an impulsive side of me would want to instantly go off on you. <laughs> but then I'd be like, I'm gonna call Ramsey because I don't know how this is gonna turn out. So I'm gonna call him to just bring my level from like all the way up here to like to a medium where I can think more. So that's. That's who I'm giving my rolls out. His social media, he don't got really, he don't really got nothing that I can share with people. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like that. Well, like he doesn't get on. Like no, yeah. Oh, okay. Of course, Joe has to put in his two cents. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Let's continue on. All right, so this is the self-titled segment, the unicorns are real segments, where it's all about our unicorn guest. So, hey, <laughs> hello, unicorn. How are you? I'm fine. That's good. You Very already well. asked him that, Aaron. Yeah. I so know, but this is like out. a how are you? Now we're in the unicorns are real segment. Fifteen minutes later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things change. Yeah, he could be angry. Know. Yeah, it could have instantly switched up. Gosh. So I guess you um, so, didn't ask a dumb question. Okay. So in this segment, um, we like for our guest unicorn to us. To explain their unicorn. So their unicorn is like what they use, like their creative path. Like, what do you do in case the audience is not sure what your unicorn is? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, as a unicorn, I, um, yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't really talk about myself too much, you know, so yeah. it might get a little awkward and stuff. It's but, fine. Um, so what do I do? Um, uh, firstly, uh, I, I sing, I'm a singer. Um, that's, I've been doing that since I was a, a young, a young guy, a young boy. And, um, I also, I'm a guitarist, uh, write, songwriter, producer, um, actor. And, um, that's what's kind of been taking up my time as of late. And luckily, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I love to do these things and, you know, I'm able to kind of, um, you know, live live on that for right now. So, yeah, yeah. That's uh, kind of what I do, mostly. Yeah. And you're in um, a band? Yeah, I'm in a band. <clears throat> the band's name is One Freak. Ooh. In uh, the singer in the band. I um, didn't know you played the guitar. Yeah. Um, aside from that stuff, too, like, I'll, I'll do solo stuff. Like, I had something last night. I'm always at the king. Like, that's kind of like a job thing to do, but. Why don't you ever play in the band? Uh, you know what? I started off doing playing guitar in the band in the beginning. Really? Yeah, That's start, really cool. I started off, and then uh, you know we just had and it's just like picking it up, putting it down, and it's mm-hmm. like you know what? I, I, these guys are are much better instrumentally, mm-hmm. um, so I'm just gonna use this project just you know just to kind of focus on 
you know, just kind of feeling the stage and feeling comfortable up there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, not to say, that's not to say that mm-hmm. it's going to happen in the future. As a music, as a musician, who is your like biggest influence um, for your, for uh, you, um, like with songs or to get inspiration to write? Yeah. Or like, what's your? No, I'm gonna ask you this. What is your favorite genre? I guess. Okay. In music. Um, you know. Growing up, going through like so many different stages, mm-hmm. you know? I felt like I went through like, you know, like an emo stage, and then I went through like a like a, even a classic rock stage for a little bit, hip hop, nothing but art, you know, like yeah. all these different, you know, because I'm in my 30s now, and so I've lived a good amount of time to kind of just like delve into these different. You experimented types of music enough, stuff. yeah, experimented and like like listened to different palettes of music and kind mm-hmm. of just found an appreciation for it, like you know. Um, but right now, it's, I don't know, it's got to be a mixture. It's got to be, you know, like, just soul music with um, just elements of everything. Some jazz, some, some R&B in there, some, you know, some, um, gosh, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of a mixture of everything at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, that, um, but I like things that I'm kind of just, like, smoothed out a little bit mm-hmm. more now, you know? Like... A lot of the hype stuff, like the, you know, uh, like good for like exercise and mm-hmm. workouts yeah. and stuff because you kind of want to get, yeah. but then uh, the rest of my life, I'm just like really to too, I'm too chill. I'm a very yeah. mellow person. And I remember like playing songs like, and people were like, yeah, play something faster. I'm like, no, no, like I'm cool here. This is my <laughs> yeah. life. Like, don't tell me. That reminds nah. me, like no one will ever pass me the ox cord. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's too chill. Yeah. It's too chill. Like they're like, oh, fall asleep. Like why? This is yeah. just like, you know, just. Just chill. I mean, it depends. It depends. For me, like in the yeah. car, it I'm is. Good. It is kind of nice to listen to more mellow music because then, if you listen to sometimes the faster paced music, you start speed. you start to speed a lot yeah. faster because now you're like in it. All right, I'll, I'll play some Maxwell in a minute. I love Maxwell. I love Jill Scott. I I love obviously Erica Badu. Yeah. I painted that. I did that painting of her. But anything, just like. Real mellow. I can clearly hear the words and completely digest them. Because sometimes I get distracted by the beats that I don't even listen to what mm-hmm. they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I personally listen to songs to groove with the lyrics yeah. a lot. Okay. Um, but I I still do listen to like the beat. But when I initially hear a song, I'm always listening to what they're saying, and then I'll listen to it again to digest everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do it in parts, but, like, the words are important to me, so I like to be able to listen to them um, clearly because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, background sounds can overpower the the vocalist, and I'm not really into that. I think that it should all mesh together, and you should be able to pinpoint every element, you know? I, I, I appreciate, like... Um songs or musics that have, like, heavy instruments. It's like, I like to, like, pick apart each sound on the track because that's what helps me see. But this like, we, we went for everything we went to through, shine, we went through, right? We went through how I process music on um, Junie's episode. Yeah. Where I told you I like to, like, I hear, I see visually, yeah. like, how the whole thing is going to be laid out. I mm. see visually when I hear, listen, and when I listen to music. 
I get that. I wasn't. I wasn't disagreeing with like. I yeah. love. I love um, hearing instruments and stuff. But I just want to be able to hear everything. Yeah. I sometimes like with with like lyrics, voice, and instrumentation too. Like sometimes I, I just I even like it to just like strictly just instrumentation. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes you know lyrics are cool. Like. Because it means something, so it'll yeah. take you something. But then sometimes I feel like language only goes so far sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when it's drawn back or I just have the music to listen, it's kind of you can go to different like, yeah, spaces you can take that it you anywhere. can't. Yeah. You can kind of take it anywhere, kind of make it more your own instead of having like, these are these words and now put them in your brain and think like that. <laughs> I'm like, nah, let, let's keep these things open sometimes. And let's, let, me, let me just like get a little imaginative. Because mm-hmm. I like to write too, so sometimes just having it without somebody else's you know, uh, oh, lyrics on it, yeah. I can kind of, like, l- like have my mind go everywhere, you know, melodically. And- mm-hmm. You ever listen to the instrumental uh, track, an instrumental of uh, Maxwell's uh, album with the, what is it, the... I was like, I can't give shoot. you Maxwell's that, albums off. You can't, no. shit, man. No, but there I was- mean, I don't listen to him often. Wow, that's not wild. not enough but, um, for me to remember <laughs> the album name. But yeah, on one of them, on one of his albums, you it came with just the instruments, the in, instruments, okay, as well, the background music. I love listening to that as well. I just don't like it when you have a song like a lot of these rap songs. I don't know what they're saying because I can't hear because I feel like they're just trying to get you with the beat. Yeah. Because mm. it's just yeah, a lot of yeah, time it's not qual- it's not quality music. I can see that. So they're just trying to get you with the beat. The production is is done so much that it just grabs you and you're just kind of like yeah, I don't care what he's little... I don't care what he's saying. Like I just like how it sounds. And that's that's what's mainly selling their records. Yeah. their production value. Yeah, like who cares? Who cares what the rapper is? I just want to hear the beat. <laughs> but I just I I like to hear what this person is saying because yeah. I don't want to just like just rock to anything. They could be saying some wild stuff that I'm not with. You know, so like, let me ask you this: Are there any lyrics that you've listened to in the, your throughout your life that kind of just stand out? That are just like, yeah, or, or lyricists, or you know, vocalists that kind that say the, the that sing the words that resonate with you more. Um. Well, right now, I like I like what she's saying. I like what her is saying. Mm-hmm. I like her lyrics. Um, I think. It's a perspective that I guess some people need to hear. Me personally, uh, I don't have any connection with those words, but I see a lot of women that that feel that they're connected with that word. So with those words, and it it does feel like she, um, like she. I know that she's not like just passing off all her songs to write from other people. Like she has, she's also like has part in her writing. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that a lot when I'm listening to music then I know that the artist that's singing it had a lot to do with the words. Um, I guess one of my favorites of all times was Jill Scott. I really liked listening to what she had to say and, like, the little stories, like the albums. You play them all the way through. They have, like, nice little storylines in them. Um, I, I, I do enjoy Jill Scott just for, like, the jazz. <laughs> like, her, yeah, that, it's, it's, it's like great her, too. her heavy, like, intertwined with, like jazz and super and then, soul. And then you have her, the, the things that she's saying, because you can just listen to the jazzy elements of the song by itself, but mm-hmm. her words are great too. Yeah. So like, that's why I say I, like, I listen to songs for words sometimes, like on different occasions and I listen to 
to it as well for the sounds. Like mm-hmm. I'm only listening to, I guess, that element of it heavily. Yeah. Like, I'm completely taking it in. But then I still listen. It's not like I can't listen to both, but I like to listen to one one part of it at a certain time and listen to another part of it at a certain time. Okay. Bring um, back to our unicorn. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> when you... Um, so when you're writing the music, how much of like yourself do you put into like each project that you do? <clears throat> like how much like how vulnerable do you get with your lyrics when you're play- putting together your songs? Oh yeah, cuz it is a band, yeah. so it's different. Yeah. Um that's yeah, that's an interesting question. Um Yeah, it is something when, you know, when you're sort of in a collective and then everybody in the collective is kind of like waiting on you, like, what's he about to say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so sometimes I try not to let that get to my head. I'm like, I'm just going to go off the rip and just go stream of consciousness and whatever comes, accept it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And sometimes some stuff sticks, some stuff doesn't, goes by the wayside. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I, I find that like delving into the vulnerability of it all just leads, like lends to the, you know, authenticity of it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I have written stuff where it's like, oh, wow, I'm just kind of like putting on like a facade here. Like I, I'm, I, I'm just kind of like trying to do something that's not necessarily, I'm just trying to like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to front in a sense. And, and you know, yeah, maybe it fit, but then it, that's just not me. So I feel like for the most part, um, that's the goal, you know. Um, I try to put as much as I as much as I can, of course, vulnerability, that's, it's an interesting thing. Everybody's yeah. like dealing with vulnerability on their own and how to how to exercise that or mm-hmm. how to deal with that with people and how much to give of themselves. And that's something, you know, for myself too. It's like, oh, well, you give something, but then you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, because then you get super what, protective. What are they going to do? What are they going to think? Are they yeah. going to talk shit about me? Like, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like, um, you know, I try to, I try to do uh, more. And then sometimes I feel like, oh, I might have done a little bit too much. There's a lot of projects that I'm sitting on as well too that I haven't released yet um, that I feel like, Hey, am I being am I being too vulnerable? Is am I being too honest? Mm-hmm. Are people gonna see me different than what I? Um, but that's something on my own too, where I'm just like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck it. Like, yeah, um, you know, you you kind of, I've kind of lived this life where like you know people are kind of like, you should do this, or you should do that, in in a sense, or or I could tell they kind of, I feel like I haven't necessarily released something that's like the real me quite yeah. yet, um, from top to bottom, like made by me instrumentally and everything like that. So. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a it's an ongoing process. I feel like the more the more that goes along, the more I'm able to kind of tap into that. So, and, oh. Okay, go. So I was gonna say, do you do anything? I know you guys do things apart from the group, mm-hmm. and um, but do you do any solo projects just solely by you, or where you record stuff just as a an individual? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing that for a, for a long time now, mm-hmm. um, and then it's weird, you know. You're you guys are artists as well too, mm-hmm. and I know there's a certain like vulnerability where you kind of you're holding on to this thing. You don't want other eyes to see it quite yet until it's in a perfect position, until until you feel like it's good. That was my thought process mm-hmm. my entire life. I just started oh, yeah. showing yeah. my artwork. I'm. Uh, I feel like, like this, I'm yeah, literally this year, like yeah. like the month before I met you. That's when you just started. That's <laughs> when I got my Instagram page. Okay, so you understand what it's like. I mean, I know a lot of people listening probably do, and there's other people that are just unapologetic. They just they can just put it out there. Yeah, I feel like that's been so much of like 
who I am and I'm telling like, okay, what's, how do I figure this out so I don't have the, you know, so I can just, un, just let it go, you know? And I know that it takes time to, 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 to develop your craft to get to a point where you feel good about letting it go. Um, but yeah, with, with that, yeah, I've always kind of had stuff that like I've written and, and I just felt like, oh, wow, this is, is this too close? Are people going to get this? Mm-hmm. Are they going to understand it? Are they, do they think I'm this other thing type of thing? And and that's when it's like, all right, yo, you're just overthinking mm-hmm. at this point. You know, you start somewhere, but um, what was the question again? I, I kind of lost it. <laughs> it was, um, what was, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just lost it too. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I, I lost it. Yeah. Aaron, what was it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, either way, Joe, I think it's interesting. Joe, what was it? I can't even help you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. I, I've been I've been working on like on, oh, on pro- I know what it was. Like producing stuff like for a very long time. I I, I just I kind of I oh, forced myself stuff. to get into a band because I was like these I'm gonna these people are gonna hold me accountable mm-hmm. for putting out stuff. Because if I'm holding myself oh, accountable, time's gonna go by. Oh yeah, because you like to be hold on to stuff. I like to hold on to stuff, and, and which I feel like is gonna get released for so sure. So this but, is pretending to writing music then. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is that's a lot of pressure then to be in a band. You guys need to have a have lyrics to go with your yeah yeah for sure. And then I felt <laughs> like oh well okay I got these these people doing it so it's a team so there's like a little mm-hmm. bit more of a push of momentum. So that allowed me to just the ability just all right all right this I have to do it because I'm 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 kind of have like it's not just me it's other mm-hmm. people that yeah. are kind of like helping keeping this thing going. So yeah let's let's do that. And that's I felt like pressure, that, though. I felt like that yeah I felt like that fed into my own. My own, uh, my own artistry of making stuff too. Like it's all moving together. That's good. Fun Aaron, times. Aaron, what were you gonna ask him? Um, um I, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of distracted me slightly. Um, Did I think I was. Forget? Huh? Did you forget? I mean, kind of the first question, but I remember oh. the second. Um, what would you say is? your favorite project or the project that you put the most time into um, that you guys done as a collective or that you've done individually? Um, the, the favorite one uh, as a collective um, project that we've done. Uh, I mean, it was the EP that we released as mm-hmm. a band. Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's a great EP. So, so we released, I mean, I released one with the band as a full collective, and then I released another one shortly afterwards. Um, it could have been put together, but the one with the band was with me and the band. The one that was separate was me and Eric. It was like a duo thing, mm-hmm. which had like a kind of a little bit of a different vibe. I, I, I mean, I like them both. The reason why I did two different ones is because I just felt like um, they both had separate vibes like mm-hmm. the you know the one freak one had like i i kind of i kind of attributed it to like an extrovert introvert sort of like spiritual versus like earthly type of thing like mm-hmm. with the one freak kind of had a little bit more of like all right well this is me that's like out here you know talk. the when i did this stuff with eric i i was like in the middle of winter i what did i do i was i was living in detroit but then I kind of just went away to my mom's place, and she was in Puerto Rico, so she she lives out in Canton area, and so I had the house, and I just kind of uh, just secluded myself, isolated, and I kind of just went like a little deeper with mm-hmm. with you know my my thought process and lyrics and stuff. I, I I feel like those two have been like my favorite is is a collective. I do have some other stuff out that I've done like 
collectively. But that was the more intentional one. Like, all right, these are like my brothers, so I'm gonna yeah. do something that's because it's close families. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. But um, yeah, that was my that was my favorite as a collective. I, I've been writing music for like, since like 2010, mm-hmm. 2000, and uh, I've always been recording on my own. And I, I'm very, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited as well as terrified in terms of the, the project that I'm gonna be releasing on my own. Um, and I, I'm putting I'm putting something onto it like every day, like whenever I get the chance. Oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to. What's up? A projected date? Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, that. you know what I'm saying? Gosh, I mean, projected date was like 2016 or something. So it's like it's constantly <laughs> being pushed back, and songs are being switched in and out, and then like new ideas come, and it's like, oh, well, that old idea is kind of this. Whether yeah. you revamp it. So I mean, I, I would say like 2019, but you know, I, right now I just feel that fire more than ever because I've been giving it more time. Which it's kind of to balance that, like, you know, the one freak stuff and, and stuff like, and then to take this time to write stuff that I consider my own. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, you know, you got to give precedence to one because then you you start to see that one is kind of like pacing differently, not as quickly, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I know everybody in the band, let's go, come on, let's go, like a worldwide tour, let's go do this thing. And um, But I just feel like I, I follow where my heart kind of goes, you know what I'm saying? I, you can't force I can't if I try to force myself. That's where like the lack of authenticity kind of comes from. So yeah. I just uh, I kind of go with, what, with my gut feeling on those things. So within time, you know, I'm just kind of planting seeds and they will grow and uh, come out when it comes out. All right. So um, in the near future, we plan on hearing yeah. yes, a solo yes. project from Omar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have anything else that you want to ask for this segment? No, I, I didn't. I was I was going to say if you, well, you already kind of sang a little tune earlier. Oh. Yeah. If if you wanted to, you may sing, sing like something if you wanted to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but. If, if you, you wanted, wanted to give a little sample, you can. <laughs> Unicorns are real. I don't know. I'll just put that out there for you guys. Thank you. Okay. Because we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of us. All of us in the room are real. Yeah. I kind of, I had like a, a pretty rough week vocally and stuff. Uh-huh. So I didn't talk, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, next time I'll come with some like some bars. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, we will love nice. that. We will yes. love you to yeah. share with them, with mm-hmm. the audience, and definitely share with us. Okay. Moving on to our <laughs> final segment. Yes. Um, Asia. Oh wait, Joe, can you do a drum roll? A drum roll. So so. And this is the Color Your Life segment. <laughs> it's like she gave me kind of less energy than I expected. So <laughs> this is a segment where I have um a chat with you about color theory. Now this might not be in your complete realm of things that you talk about mm. since you are a musician, but I don't want to assume anything. So if okay. you yeah. <laughs> if you know a lot about color theory, you will love this. But even if you don't, you'll still love it because it's fun. Um it's all about um color and perception. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna look at all these um pictures and then you're going to um oh yeah, there's one up here as well. You're going to uh, choose one based off of color first. And then you can think about the image. We do have some spooky themed ones as well, as you can see. (laughs) Um, And then after you pick the image, you tell me um, why you picked that color um, and your perception of it. 
And then um, the image itself is a representation of the song that it represents as well. Because mm-hmm. the color in the song, the lyrics coincide. And mm. then we can talk about that as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't look at the words, the questions. <laughs> I didn't. I just, it, it was really fast, a glance, and then uh-huh. I put it back, so I'm, that's I'm still fresh. What, yeah, that's why I kind of, <laughs> I didn't mean to snatch the witch from you earlier. It's I, okay. He uh, grabbed the uh, the witch earlier. Yeah, it was, and, it was a little <laughs> abrasive, but, you know. I, mean, <laughs> I wanted to seem, tell you, you but, nice, Aaron, but Aaron was in the middle of talking. I didn't want to cut her off and be like, yeah. Sorry for that. And then I'll have to give the background story of why I had to say sorry uh, yeah, to Omar. I don't know there's rules out here, but that's cool. You know, that's cool. I'll, yeah, I should explain. <laughs> okay, so I picked blue because I just like blue. You like blue? Yeah, it's a peaceful color. So blue is peace to you? Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm just a, a lot. Water, mm-hmm. blue, um, peace, like a, like a kind of just like a right, chill. The um, no yeah. agitation, just na- naturally flowing. The color theory behind it is um, blue is like our trust because mm-hmm. blue represents trust. So yeah. the questions relate to that. What's the song really? I mean, attached to it. The song of it is "Cake by the Ocean." Um, I always give a background of why why I did that song because um, I think. I guess you have to trust somebody to do what they're doing, but I really like the the background. What are they doing in the song, Asia? Well, the song. From, what is the song about? The song. I Cake guess, by the ocean. I guess it's by it's about relations. Um, that's just what they explained it to be. So I was like, well, blue. I I see ocean, and I guess you have to trust somebody to have relations with somebody on the beach. Mm. But um, yeah. I like the background music of that. <laughs> Of that song a lot. So that's, see, the different times I listen to just the music and the lyrics. Okay. See, you can pick a part and then, like, finely tune. You can really hear how how it sounds, and that's what I do. I like that. But um, I'm going to ask you, do you think you're su- you subconsciously trust others, other artists before non-artists? Do I trust... Other artists more than but, non-artists. Yes. Like, you know how, I guess, people will say they would trust somebody that's, um, like, their same culture. Mm, or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Can you explain why? I think that, I guess, you know, since I'm an artist as well, too, I, looking at it right away, it just... I see, it feels like artists are, you know, tapping into something that is maybe like otherworldly um, mm-hmm. and maybe like truths beyond what we can we can kind of see. And so there's like this sort of uh, devotion, if you will. There's this sort of like, uh, all right, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I, I don't know. Everybody looks at art differently, whether it comes from them or if they're kind of a catalyst or they're they're getting it from somewhere else, but like, you know, if you're able to take it and, and make it, that's kind of like a, a true form. It's like that is what it is. You're seeing it and it's or you're hearing it, and mm-hmm. it's like this is what I kind of made. So you can kind of see another aspect of who they are based off of what they're doing. You can get a, more of an understanding of who they are, and so it's kind of like not only are you hearing their words or you're hearing their intentions or what they're trying to do, but you can also see it in the artwork where they make. Whereas maybe with non-artists, you're not seeing, you're not 
you're There's not no seeing outlet. that sort of expression that mm-hmm. our outlet. So, you know, and with, you know, non-artists, I mean, I'm not trying, you know, I guess, I don't know why I jump to like people that are trying to like, I guess, do the business side of mm-hmm. art or music. And it always kind of just seems kind of like, all right, well, there's like definitely a their relationship there where, uh, you know, they, they're trying to capitalize on a situation, you know. And so that's more of the intention of it. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I just feel like with artists, they have, they have, the, they have this ability to kind of show something in a different way than, than just like regular speak, you know. <laughs> regular. <laughs> it's always sounds, so yeah, funny. Yeah, it sounded to... really like condescending, <laughs> you know. No, no. I mean, but don't get me wrong. There's many people that are like yeah. non-artists that I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I can, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I'm up and down. Some days it's different. Mm-hmm. So with that, are more, of, are more of your friends artists or is it an equal amount or is it? Are more your friends reg- regulars? You find, you find your space more with other creatives? <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Um, I feel like it's a healthy balance, but... Um, I'm trying to think, too. I, yeah, I, I find that just the circumstances my life has kind of, like, had me around other creatives uh, more so often. Um. But yeah, I feel like it's a healthy balance, though. Those, you know, those that aren't too. It's it's also a breath of fresh air just to you know talk to somebody who's yeah. not like I'm an artist and I'm, <laughs> you know, are just normal. What artist are you yeah. talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, like I don't want to say there's a pretentiousness that comes with uh-huh. being an artist sometimes, and you know that kind of exists out there sometimes yeah. too. It's, it's social because they're always talking about their artwork. Social or, media world, no, or just a different thing like. Talk about themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot about themselves. I like to be able to like, oh, yo, you, you kind of seeing the world the same as me. You kind of carry these sort of same vulnerabilities mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you carry the same thing. So like I like to dive into that sometimes. And I feel like maybe some people that are, are non-artists don't have those sort of sensitivities mm-hmm. that, that people that are. And sometimes I do like to go into those realms too. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, it still goes both ways. Like my mom's not an artist mm-hmm. by any means, but like I can still sit and, you know, talk to her and, and, and definitely vibe, a, a, you know, empathetically and, and outside of, you know, the realm of what, what it is, what art is. Yeah, we had yeah. we had segments, I mean, um, shows with what we call art hoes. I don't know if you okay. listened to that episode. <laughs> nice. Art and hoes. art hoes, they are um, non-artists that appreciate art. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we like to listen. We like to talk was, about, yep. something? Yeah. The power went out. Is it still going? No. The whole board is out right here. Did you? Still recording. Oh, okay. Oh, did oh, you step on anything? can't hear us? We can't hear ourselves. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, let's just continue without hearing for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Art hoes. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, we so, need them. Yeah, because, I mean, they're the ones that are also buying buying art. And yeah. also appreciating it and also, like, supporting it. And it's, like, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, like, such a, that's, like, a, such a main motivation behind making art. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then they have a, a different perspective, too. Of oh, like how they 100% see it. too, And I yeah. like hearing that And to be able to hear it, too, it's, like, oh, wow. For me, it even opens so other world of, like, why I'm doing it. Because mm-hmm. then sometimes, oh, you know, you might, you might, it's, like, a burst of inspiration sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, Yo, 
this is this is the uh, observant, the conscious obs- observation of what you're doing in a sense, which is kind of, it's like it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like artists will break down, like try to break down each part of your stuff mm-hmm. and then like you get this completely objective view from the non-artist. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, because artists will listen to each other's stuff. Oh, we've yeah. done it this way. Yeah, and then they yeah. start putting in it. Whereas, like, you just have the, yeah, the appreciation. Just, just like, take it as yeah, it is. Yeah, the appreciation like, of it, which is like gosh. a gift. It's like yeah. something that's more than just this technically breaking down of what yeah. you made, you know. I don't like that. That's that's something for people that, to technically break down. What yeah, you all I asked you was a perspective. I didn't like. It's not like I asked. If I She's asked like, I you just, to, I just asked you to listen. Yeah, like okay. If, if I asked you, if I <laughs> or if I did a painting a or a drawing or I, or I sculpted something, if I didn't ask you to technically break it down, like is it balanced or not, all that? No, I didn't ask for that. Yeah, I want your opinion on like the, I guess just the creativity part. Of it because anybody can fix a technical issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you if you you've been taught self taught, you know, you go to school or anything like that. Technical issues can be fixed quickly. All that, but does it is it moving or does it does it have something that's meaningful? That's what I want to know. And it's funny because I, I mean everybody's just moved differently by by different things when you yeah. listen to people's to people's uh, opinions on stuff. It's like what totally might move you and gets mm-hmm. to you like this falsetto that's has violence behind it is like cheesy to you you know and so to get caught up with like all of that stuff too it's just okay yeah okay i understand it's all objective yeah sometimes too you know um yeah and not to get caught up with that stuff too you know it's like okay easy like how would you feel like if you had your own like art installation and people are walking around like okay, well, I see what you did this, and maybe they're trying to get into the reasons why mm-hmm. you yeah. did it, like yeah. breaking you, you know, breaking you down. In yeah. Sense. It's like, it'd be interesting to hear, you know. I like hearing it, but it also scares me at the same time. Yeah, for sure. To get critique? Too close. Um, not in a way, I, I, I guess not in a way it's critique, because I'm not, when I, when I hear critique, I just, I always think back to school critiques. Yeah. But I don't, school, school critiques and like, like other people that aren't in a school environment critiques are completely different. I can take school critiques better than I can like the public audience taking it. Mm-hmm. Leave you feeling sort of exposed sometimes? Yeah. there's It's a bigger setting, more people, but they don't, they might not be thinking in the same way as in like a school would. Because the school, like the other students are like, okay, we've seen how much work you put into it leading up to this point. They see like more of the backstory. That's why there's more of the academic versus the layman perspective, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, an academic is definitely going to view something a lot differently than Mm -hmm. just your average person. Just to begin with. Like, if I was ever a musician, I would be terrified to let somebody just hear hear the track, and then I have to, like, wait to, <laughs> I used to, have to that see how they, how they feel. Yeah. yeah. I had that problem letting my uh, music department head, he used to want to all the time hear, like, the sequence stuff that I was doing. Mm. And he's, like, a jazz saxophonist. So, yeah, having mm. him listen to my little sequence bullshit stuff as compared <laughs> to the stuff that he's, like, through composing yeah. and... Yeah. Point and counterpoint, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to let him listen to my stuff. But a lot of times I found that his criticisms were kind of informed by what I was doing. He kind of took 
that academic side of himself out of it. And you kind of got to give people a chance to do that to a certain extent anyway. So you found it helpful to to have his... To, yeah, yeah, because it, it really helped because he, he stepped outside of the academic um, arena to listen to something that necessarily wasn't academic. And he didn't like analyze it as he would uh, a piece of music that I was submitting to him for like uh, an assignment. Mm. Like he looked at it differently. Yeah. So, you know, you just kind of got to give people a chance. All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's been some times where I, you know, I'd make, I'd make a song, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. And then you let somebody listen to it and you're kind of like, you're not trying to make it look like you're looking at the reaction. You're kind of just like side-eyeing it. But you it. are. But you are. And then like, if, if, they're, if they're not like heavy into it, you just, I put that on the shelf. I'm like, all right, I thought it was dope. But yeah. If they're not, well, all right, cool. We'll just forget about that one later on. And then like later on, I'll, I'll touch it up. I'm like, no, that's actually pretty good. Why did I decide to shelf it? Because, you know, I didn't see mm. the reaction from this specific person. Right. Then you think it's like, okay, well, yeah, you want to, have I mean ears that you you trust at least give you some sort of I mean that's what you're making music mm-hmm. for you're mm-hmm. you're doing you're making a sort of a, a, a cause and effect or action reaction type of mm-hmm. thing and so to just kind of see what sort of reaction um, but yeah I mean I always thought about like have like listening parties for stuff that I haven't had anybody and just have people yeah. that I feel comfortable with but I also like respect and I also like you know care or I love would I just have Listen to it, and just for the fact of listen, I don't, you know, not here to, but maybe I'm looking at the room, and I'm like, all right, which one are they going to be on? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. going to go on the album, and another one's going to, you know, but, yeah. And that's all, and that's, and that, you can't even judge it off of that, because somebody yeah. like me, when I listen to music, I'm like this. It's like, yeah, it's I'm like, very still, I'm still, I'm it depends. Just, and it's like, like automatically, like, I feel like she doesn't like it with no. it. Yeah, just just for like a, a future yeah. note, like if I ever, like, because I remember one time you guys had the, the little the little video, I mean, the little recording thing that um, Anna did mm, yeah. of when you were at the, you were at Dahlia's apartment. Yeah, you guys were playing. Asia. Like, she I was just, I was literally Asia. just sitting here, just, you know, I, you might get one of these. Yeah. yeah, but mainly, I don't know. If you get still. that, then that's a keeper. Yeah, <laughs> like if I get a little, a little if, head if, 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 the, if the rhythm caught her just enough. Yeah, if you get a little head movement from Asia, that's a keeper. <laughs> I just yeah. notice that I do something where it's like, even if it's like kind of whatever, I'm still kind of doing that because I'm you. You made an expression. I appreciate that you're, mm-hmm. you're doing it and you're taking this risk. So I'm still gonna like give like you Bob a little, a little bit, just just a little, <laughs> just a little, just a little. No, not Asia. With me, I kind of get caught up. Like if it's like something with a lot, I just you know you get caught up in the music, so you start to move a little bit. Mm. It, it's not necessarily like listen to the song, like or like listen to yeah, the lyrics yeah, of the song. Groove, yeah, straight grooving. Oh, so you yeah. Know. So I I I would be ahead now. <laughs> No, so you gotta then, be around to like help us <laughs> pump us up a little bit. Like, yeah. Everything I make is fire. Maybe it's a subconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You swept away. The and then I would up. have to listen to it again, just like air and be still. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bob yeah, yeah. automatically because you're not you're not fully like letting the song in because so you're just like those, I gotta listen to a song two or three times. You're yeah. ready to really party. You're ready to party. Because the first yeah. time I hear it, I'm probably not even really listening to it. Yeah, and I'm into the music. I like to sit with music. So like even if I have listened to it once, I have to sit on it for a while and oh, keep yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah. because then, each time I can pick apart something that oh, I'm like the Pimple this. Butterfly. I'm like that. About yeah. Oh my gosh, that album! I I listen to that album like at least three she times. She talks a about day. it a lot, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I like that about Stevie. Yeah. I like that about Stevie. Every time I listen to Stevie's music, I hear something different. Yeah, it's, and that's what I. 
That's the whole process yeah. that I normally have Gotta to go through. It. But I will like bop because I get caught up in music and then start just yeah. <laughs> swaying. Yeah. It happens to me in the my car sometimes. Know, so, and and then people are looking at me, but I'm still like, oh yeah, it's like a mini concert in my car. Right oh, now. this one time, okay, this is going to go off on like a small time. I pulled up to a light and I was robbing to the music. And then I look over to my left and then the man in the car next he to me, he started too? dancing. Uh, and then we was here. To me too. We was here. <laughs> we were here. And I was like, oh, I made a friend. And now yeah. they're gone. Bye, friend. Somewhere in the world. <laughs> I was out here in Detroit. You know? Somewhere in Southwest. That was definitely like at a Southwest. So. It happened to me too. Oh, it was yeah, a guy Southwest, in the truck because he was yes. like, Hi. Extra friendly over there. Hola, <laughs> We have gone on to a lot of tangents at the end of the show. Right. Yes. But it is now time to close. It is. Um, would you like to share with us your show, social media? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By all means. Gotta have it. Uh, <clears throat> do you want the audience stalking What's your up? page? Yeah. Uh, come, come through. <laughs> Y'all can stalk me. Omar at. <laughs> yeah, check me out. It's just my name, Omar Aragones. That's O-M-A-R-A-R-A-G-O-N-E-S. Follow the band, too. It's one No free. relation to Sergio Aragones. That's the, is that the soccer? No, Sergio Aragones was the his, uh, um, illustrator. He had this comic strip. Uh, I don't remember the name of the comic strip. Like Brew or some shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, uh, and follow the band too. That's um, One Freak, O N E F R E Q. And then there's the side project I did with Eric is um, officially O E on Instagram. And uh, same thing for uh, Facebook with everything and all the other stuff too. Yeah, whatever yeah. else. Yeah, awesome, cool. awesome. Cool. We really appreciate you got you coming on here. Yes. Thanks for having. This is a magical podcast. <laughs> Unicorns is real. You know, I was I was looking forward to it. And uh, you know, cheers to the next one. Yeah, we're gonna try and get all of the members of One Freak. Oh yeah, yeah. Like at the same time. Well, yeah, on in the future. But I wanted to. We wanted to record you guys individually. Well, some of the guys on the banner are are super quiet and introverted, so they're just probably chilling. But like maybe Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, we had some great conversations with Wayne. Like some good ones. But uh, yeah, we like to interview interview you guys individually because you guys are individuals, and then then the band. This is true. But we did want to. Get like a, a Christmas sure. special yeah. with a band or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and you guys can perform. That would be awesome. Each person knows you. That'd be cool. Like, so people know you guys individually. Yeah. And just have that. Because you don't want to, when you're in a band, you don't want people just to think that that's all that you are as a band member. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you definitely. I think that's why everybody's like, look at my own solo side project too. I'm a, I'm a person. I'm a thing. Look at yeah. me. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm a but, unicorn. <laughs> but you can. Um, Listen to our podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod- Apple Podcasts. Yes. Yeah. On Fridays, we release new episodes. Of course, like, right. share, yep. rate. You can find us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast and R as A-R-E, not Toys R Us. And individually, my name is Aaron Just Alex on Instagram. So E-R-I-N. Did you for a minute? Yes, I did. J-U-S-A-L-E-X. <laughs> And my individual page is Asia Sharae. That's A-S-I-A period S-H-A-R-A-E. Yo. And thank you guys for listening. This is the Unicorn Reels. Oh, wait. Joe also no, has to give, give his handles. I ain't got to give my social media either. But, you know, if y'all happen to want to talk to me, y'all could y'all could connect with me on Cook Up Black on Instagram. That's me. Cook Up Black. Holla. And we're, of course, recording from the Detroit is Different <laughs> studio. Yep. Same as always. You can find them on the uh, on the uh, 
Detroit is different <laughs> Instagram page. That's right. Detroit is different Facebook page. Yep. Uh, as well stuff. as the respective podcasts of the Detroit is Different Network, of which Unicorns Are Real is one. Yes. Okay. Thank you, guys. Love you ton. Bye-bye now. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.